let's start on our backs. So just bring your right hand onto your low belly and your left hand onto your heart. And find your breath. If you're new to yin practice, there's going to be a lot of stillness, a lot of time when you won't hear my voice. It's a very meditative practice. So we'll just start here by establishing that sense of introspection. Notice your breath. Notice your body. What do you feel? Where do you feel it? As you check in and as you notice, choose one word to carry with you into your practice. One positive, nurturing, supportive word that meets you where you are. It shouldn't sound like a goal. One word. might be what you most need to receive today, or it might be what you most need to give, either to another or yourself. And let that word be your mantra for the remainder of the practice and the remainder of the day, and maybe you'll take it with you for a few days or weeks and work with that one word until every part of you vibrates with that essence. So we're going to draw the straight legs now slowly over to the right. So just walk your straight legs to the right only as far as you can walk them comfortably. So this isn't about turning your body into a letter L. So keep your legs straight and your hips flat. So come back to center. Come back to center. And just take your straight legs and kind of heel toe them over to the side. There you go. 
Good. So you've already established a side bend on the left side of your body. You can feel a slight pull maybe in the hip and down the outer leg. You might be satisfied there. You might want more of a crescent shape in your body depending on what your body's asking for. So feel free to press your elbows down to lift and kind of walk your upper body to the right a little bit as well. So you're creating more of that crescent moon shape. And then pause there, see what you feel, notice where you feel it. If there's any part of your body that's saying no, then adjust until you get that sense of resonance or yes in your body. And you can keep the arms as they are or you can take them overhead. You can let them just lay on the ground or you can catch one wrist with one hand or catch your elbows or forearms. See what feels good for you. And the rest of the posture, the rest of the work in the posture is gravity's responsibility. So all that's needed is a sense of softening. Let the front of your body drop into the back of your body. And as we linger here, you'll notice different spaces in your body that you had tense that you weren't aware of and they'll slowly soften. The idea is to become very, very heavy and very, very soft and very attentive of your body. If the body says, mm, no, this isn't working, then adjust until it says, yes, that's just right. And then once you've gotten to that place of a yes in your body, be very still and very soft and very quiet. And just feel gravity doing its work. So in yin practice, we're working with yin energy or feminine energy. It's the restful nature, the meditative, the introspective. It's the cooling effect, the nurturer, the healer. And this letting go into gravity is literally letting go into the embrace of what we know best as feminine, which is Mother Earth. Gravity is like her arms gently drawing us into her. So we release the active or the yang 
the go do accomplish the heating warming element so that we can restore and come back home to who we really are. Last moments here, is there anything that you can soften? The mouth, the skin of the face, spaces between your toes and your fingers. So listening to your body, let your body decide which limbs need to move first, making your way back to center. Being aware if this is your first yin practice, you're going to feel a little stiff coming out of each of the poses. That's normal. So move slow, move mindfully, or make your way to center to where you feel you can release the posture, and just rest. Let go of the arms, let go of the legs, and just breathe. Yin literally rearranges the skeletal structure. And so if you've got something going on in your body, it's going to work toward healing that. So you might feel some temporary discomfort as the yin tissues respond and the body rearranges itself back into a more balanced state. If you've ever had a major injury or illness, you're well aware that the healing process can be just as painful as the initial incident. So let the sensations in your body be. And unless you're getting a strong signal to change something, then just let those sensations be. Let them talk to you. more full round of breaths here. And then as you're ready, second side. So you're going to slowly and mindfully 
like a walking meditation, walk your legs to the left, straight legs walk to the left. And then pause there and just see what you feel, see where you feel it. Notice if you're trying to go far and instead just be in a simple space of a light pull on the right side of your body. And then use the upper arms if you'd like to press down and walk your body over to the left. Torso walks over to the left. And then pause there and see what you feel. And you might be drawn on this side to take the arms overhead. You might not. So listen to that signal internally to know what your truth is this morning. We live in a society that's trying to make carbon copies of all of us. And mainly it's because they need to sell us something in order to stay in business. This practice helps us realize our own uniqueness. That we're not carbon copies, we're individuals. And in that individuality, we do have common needs and common goals and common dreams that we can work together on. But within that, we have to listen to our own individual truth. What's your truth in this pose and in this moment? Does your body agree with the position that you've placed it in? And if not, can you be bold enough to change it? following your inner guidance system to know just what to shift, just what to change.
mindfully. Body decides which limbs need to move first to exit, coming back to your neutral Shavasana space lying on your back. No sudden movements, take your time. And then just rest. Then draw your legs together. So straight legs, just draw them together. And then hug your right knee. Right knee draws in to the body. And just breathe here into your right hip for a moment, letting that knee fall to the right slightly so that it's moving more toward the right armpit than toward the chest. Hands are interlaced and you're using as little muscle strength as possible so that as your shoulder blades drop toward the mat, your arm bones, the weight of your arm bones gets heavy and that's what holds the leg in place. You might have to be a little creative as to where you place your hands in order to find that balance between gravity and your body. Heavy shoulder blades, heavy arms. You might end up a little rolled to one side just because of how the weight of the pose is pulling. It's fine. Just be as relaxed as you can. As soft as you can.
Oh, use your left hand to gently guide that bent knee across the body to the left. So you're coming into some sort of shape of a twist. And know that you can roll as far to the left as feels good. Maybe you put the leg on the ground. Maybe it feels good to put one of your props under that right leg if you want to bolster up the thigh or the shin. Feel free to create that sense of support. And now where you go with the upper body depends on what feels right. So you might go to a traditional space. You might just let your body guide where the arms and the head want to be. Maybe experiment with a few positions and see what feels good. Know that you have the option to stay in the bent knee variation. You also have the option, if you'd like a little more focus on your outer right leg and hamstring, you can gently start to straighten that right leg and maybe catch the leg with the left hand at the calf or the outer foot or the toe. So it shouldn't feel like you have to activate the leg in order to stay there. Find, again, that sense of gravity. So that the place that you've chosen hasn't created any need for effort in the body. So you still have that heavy drop into gravity.
What can you soften here? Maybe it's a physical space in the body. Maybe it's a space in the mind. If you straighten the legs, slowly start to bend at the knee. Remember, you can use your left hand to gently push the leg back up the center so that you're not having to do any of the work with your spine. Eventually, when you find your way up, send that leg out straight. So right leg straightens, and then just lie flat for a moment and find your breath. body to assimilate the experience. slowly bring the legs again together straight legs together and then once you're there left knee draws into the chest interlacing the hands around the leg and again have that sense of letting the leg drop a little bit toward the armpit left armpit just breathing into your left hip here Where can you soften? Let the shoulder blades drop. Let the tailbone go.
And very slowly use your right hand to guide the left knee across the body into the twist. Remembering you can roll as far to the right as you like. Using your props to bolster the leg if needed. So that you can find a place where you feel restful, where you feel you can release into gravity. If you feel you're fighting to stay in the twist, like you keep feeling your body wants to roll onto the back, then roll more up onto the right side of your body so that you're more, you might actually lift the right hip and kind of scoot the right hip back a bit so the hips are more stacked. And that'll help you not to roll as much. Again, where do the arms want to be? Where does the head want to be? Just because you always drop the chin to the left in your more active classes when you're in a twist doesn't mean that that's where the body really wants to be. So tune in. Maybe the head wants to be neutral. Maybe it wants to go to the right. Maybe you straighten the left leg and catch the foot with the right hand. Remember, many times less is more, so make sure your body's in full agreement with the choices that you're making.
Slowly, if you straighten the leg, gently bend the left knee. Remember, you can use your right hand on the inside of the leg to gently press the leg back up. Finding, again, straight legs. Letting go of the legs and the arms. Placing your feet flat onto the mat. Gently rolling to your right side. And then pressing into your hands to find your way up to seated. So two variations for the next posture, depending on what feels good for you. So if you're really comfortable with crossed legs, you can stay with your legs crossed. You can also take your legs wide into a V if that's more comfortable for you. So either way, you're going to twist toward your right leg. Just to your own degree. Lining up the sternum with the inner leg as much as possible. Again, you don't want to crank on things in order to get there. Just go to where you can today. And then pause for a minute and make sure your feet are soft. And then slowly start to bow towards your right knee. Just let yourself fold in. So the wide leg variation is going to give you more hamstring opening. Cross legs is going to give you more hip opening. Either way, we're working into the low back on this one. So find your space. And then get as soft as possible in the pose. Let yourself hang.
Let your left hip be very heavy. Knowing that you can create a little more emphasis in the left low back by walking your left hand to the right in any way that feels good. to let go into gravity as much as possible. What can you soften? Wherever you are, chin tucked slowly, work your way up using the hands for support. Going back to neutral and just pause. Let the skeletal system soften.
If you're working with crossed legs, you'll reverse the cross of the legs. And then either way, twist gently to the left. Nothing extreme. You're not here to push your body or pull on it. Just find a space of ease. And then as you're ready, start to fold in. Folding toward your left knee. the right hip be very heavy. Notice what can you soften.
Keeping your head heavy, press into the hands and slowly make your way up. Finding neutral and just pausing. Soften the bones. So we're going to come out onto um, our bellies next. So just lay down onto your belly. And you're going to come onto your forearms. So that you're supported by the forearms. You want the arm bones to remain parallel to one another in this posture, so try not to let your elbows fly out to the sides. But know that you can walk the elbows back if you feel like you want more of a back bend. You can walk them in toward your body. If you want less of a back bend, you can slide them forward. Just making sure the arm bones stay relatively parallel so your shoulders have the support. Another option, if you're feeling too much in your low back, you can, instead of staying pressed into the arms and lifted, which is going to give you more of a back bend, you can just let the heart hang between the arms, which is going to soften the curve in the back. Okay, so what we're doing in this posture is creating gentle, healthy compression for the low back. So you want to really focus on softening the muscles around your lumbar spine so that the lumbar spine feels like a hammock. You're letting your belly really hang. So if someone came and sat on your low back right now, what would that weight feel like? Let that soften into the earth. So you're trusting the bones of your arms to hold you here. You're not pulling your stomach away from the floor with any kind of effort. So let the mind go into the lumbar spine, the low back, your largest vertebra, and like peeling an onion, soften one layer at a time until you get down to the tissue closest to the lumbar spine and soften those final layers. Your elbows haven't flown out to the side. They shouldn't be really any wider than your shoulders. So walk them in if you need to.
full awareness on the process of softening the tissues around your lumbar spine. Slowly and mindfully, you're going to slide your arms out so that your upper body can come down one section of vertebra at a time. And just let your head rest on your hands. Let the whole spine soften and just breathe for a moment. Gently, slowly rock your hips a little bit to the right and a little bit to the left. And then work your way back up onto your forearms. Once you're on your forearms, slide your right knee up the long side of the body. This is a wonderful release for the posture previous. So you can stay upright for a bit if you'd like. Um, staying up on your forearms will bring a little bit of focus into the left side of the body. So you might feel a pull on the psoas, which connects from the front of the belly down to the leg and helps lift your leg. It's a really common space for tension that creates low back issues. Or you can eventually, when you feel ready, come down flat onto the chest. 
and take your arms out to the sides or stack them under your head if you need to keep your head neutral. Otherwise, arms out to the sides and head to one cheek. Letting this be as restful as possible. And go over the weight of your hips. So option to stay where you are. Option to work that right leg towards straight, catching hold of the right foot or shin or your pant leg or whatever you can get a hold of to create more of an inner leg and hamstring focus. Again, mindful that you're not choosing to go there just because it was offered. Go there only if your body is in full agreement with it.
So if you bend, or rather, if you straighten the right leg, gently bend at the knee. Work your way up onto your forearms once again. And work that right leg straight behind you. Pausing for a moment at neutral. And then drawing your left knee up alongside of the body. So again, you can hang out here on your forearms for a bit if you'd like, working into the psoas on the right side. Or you can come down flat onto the chest, either resting your head on your stacked palms or take the arms out in a T-shape and rest your forehead on your hands.
wherever you are, working your way up onto your forearms. And then let the left leg straighten behind you. Bring your hands underneath of your shoulders. Really mindful now that we've just done a lot of work in the low back. So think about pulling the front of your body up away from the mat and then push into your hands and knees. So you have the front body sealed to the back body before you push up. Find child's pose nice and slow. Take a little rest. your way up and we're going to come onto our backs but I want to do it really gently because of all of the work we've done for the low back this morning so kind of turn to one side and lower down onto that side and then roll onto your back you're on your back just pause place your feet flat to the mat breathe for a moment so your spine can settle and then we're going to take the right leg or excuse me the left leg and cross it completely over the right leg so knee crosses over thigh now that might be your comfort zone there but if you have the availability, the flexibility, tuck your left foot behind your right calf so that you have Garudasan or Eagle Pose in the lower body. And then you can either have feet on the floor to start or you can draw the legs toward the chest. Either way, you're going to slowly and mindfully drop the legs over to the right. Remember, you can support with the right hand on the way down as needed. Remember, you can bolster up the legs if the floor feels too far away. So this is our final posture for the low back. And we're only going to be here for a couple of minutes. It's a brief hold. Let the upper body decide where it wants to be. It's a very deep twist on the spine. So just be mindful. 
If you need to unwrap the legs, unwrap the legs and just take a simple twist rather than the eagle variation of the twist. Now slowly, mindfully, maybe you unwind the legs first. Draw back up through center. Remember you can push with the right hand against the leg. Whatever you need to in order to come back with as little effort as possible. And once you're at center, just let the knees hang in toward the body for a moment. Not pulling on them, just let the legs create the weight for themselves to hang. left foot to the earth so you can cross the right leg over, right leg crosses over, maybe you tuck the foot behind, and then work your way into the twist to the left, and 
last few breaths here, really softening. As you're ready, unwinding the legs and slowly, mindfully working your way up to center. Again, just let the legs hang over the body. Breathing for a moment. Just take the arms around your legs, bringing your legs together and curl up. Heart and tailbone lifting, rounding up, nose toward knees. Spread your toes, spread your collarbones. So yin postures affect our connective tissue. That's why we have to hang out in them so long. It takes three to five minutes for your connective tissue to respond. And in that, we kind of destabilize the joints a bit and it helps to have just a little bit of activity right at the end before your Shavasana. Just kind of bringing everything back into balance. So let the head come down slowly. Let the feet come down one at a time and spread out. Find your Shavasana. Take the legs wide and the arms wide and take up some space. Make sure you're comfy. Let your eyes close and notice your breathing. Notice your breathing and notice your jaw. Let your jaw soften. Let the jaw hang. Be sure the jaw is soft. Notice your teeth. And let go at the roots of your teeth.
notice your tongue. Let go of the root of your tongue. Feel the dome of the mouth exposed and spacious. Notice the front layer of your body. Aware of the front layer of your body, including the face, and let the front of the body drop into the back body. Rest.
the mind slowly return to body and breath. Eyes closed as you bring gentle movement to your toes and your fingers. Eventually finding your way onto your right side. Again, try to do this with eyes closed. Trust that your body would know how to get there even if you were in a pitch black room. Mindfully pressing into the hands, rise up. Find a comfortable seat. We'll sound one om together. Deep breath in. through your mouth. Ha. Bring your hands together at the heart. Acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Realizing the positive Benefits of your practice now expand out into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.